Philadelphia. Are you ready? <laughs> this is Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast. Your first stop for everything professional wrestling. So sit back and enjoy wrestling talk at its finest with your hosts, Larry Hall and Joe Corrado. Welcome to another edition of Brotherly Love Presents Fallout, our new debate show. And joining us today from one of our favorite accounts on Twitter and one of our favorite pods is the Heels, Pops, and Chair Shots pod joining us, Mischief, Vic the Villain. And uh, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, thank you, man. Thank you for having us, man. It's a pleasure to do this, man. Yeah, can't wait to kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> You know, they came on with their fancy nicknames, and I feel like we need nicknames now. <laughs> I'm thinking Joe nickname. Thunder, right? That, that works. <laughs> it took hours for mine, like days maybe. <laughs> How did you come up with that then? Yeah, it was, just, it was so, so, so hard. I just did villain, you know? <laughs> I'm assuming it's a Marty Skrull type. Oh, yes. All of it's a villain. Good choice. All right, so uh, on today's show, we have six different topics, um, and since Heels, you guys are our guests, uh, we will let you pick the first topic. Mm, go ahead, Vic. You got, you got an idea? One through six. Yeah, yeah. One through six. I want to talk about... Ooh. Um, got the go. big one, you motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> let's go with let's go with the Leo Rush. Let's go with the Leo Rush topic. Right. Which one? Wait, the what? Leo Rush. You picked the only one that wasn't a topic. You motherfucker! There was no Leo Rush topic. <laughs> My bad. That, I thought the one about the whole um being the being um Drake Maverick. Right you're talking about probably Drake no, Maverick. No. Yeah, yeah, my bad, my bad. Okay, my so point the, was for Leo Rush. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why don't we go with the hiring of Drake Maverick, man? It was slapping the face to everyone who else was let go. Okay, so um, are you guys? You guys agree with that, or you disagree? I disagree. All right, so God, make your point. Make then. your argument. All right, so That's my point is my 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 point my point is simply that uh, I don't think it's a slap in the face, and 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 here's why. Um, there's a lot going on. Uh, I understand. I, I can't fully understand, but I, I get it. Just, there's a lot going on in the world and the culture today. And we got to remember things like this. People lose jobs all the time. They get hired again. This is a good thing. This is something that's positive. It's not something that should be taken as disrespect or, or make you feel down. If anything, it should motivate you. And it shouldn't make you decide to, 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 to take offense to it because now you're going to lash out at that person who, you know, who's, who's in the, in the moment, of glo- moment of glory right now. So I don't feel it's, it's a slap in the face at all. I think if it's any, if you take anything negative about it, I think you should use it as motivation, if anything else. And my point was for the Leo Rush. Cause I mean, Leo Rush came out and uh, I believe he uh, said some things on Twitter in regards right. to, the, to the Drake Maverick uh, hiring. So I don't, I don't think it was a slap in the face to Leo Rush. All right. Yeah, you went. You still had 15 more seconds, but that's good. <laughs> Joe, we don't need him. We need <laughs> him. Fuck 
you. We neglected to mention that if you go over the minute 15, Larry's got the mute button and we mute you. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then we put a nice graphic over your face. I will, by the way, when, when you guys, <laughs> when, you guys cool. get, uh, when you get close, when you get like within 10 seconds, you'll see my hand go up. Oh, okay, okay. That way you know to wrap it up. But And then once you go over that, that's when the mute button comes out. We're playing home field advantage right now. We tell you rules as we go along. Yeah, 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 yeah that's cool. We got to be quick. We got to be nimble, yo. We'll just this fine. All right, so, Joe, do you want to take this? You can take it, Larry. Okay. So, all right, so I, I, if I'm going to say this is a slap in the face, I think you've got to look at talent. Um, talent that already got let go, uh, the, all the other guys that lost their jobs. And – not that Drake Maverick isn't talented, um, isn't entertaining, because he, he is for sure, but the amount of, amount of people that were let go and you have him do this angle where he's crying and he, he's losing it and he'll know what he's going to do, and then you run this angle where he's battling and is he going to make it and the title's right there and he loses, like, it cheapens it. It makes it less because – Obviously, a lot of wrestling is a work, but it makes it even worse. It's like everyone felt so bad for this guy because they thought he was losing his job and his livelihood, and then you run this angle through it. So I think the way they did it, it, it is. It's, it's, it's dirty, and it, I, yeah, I would say a slap in the face. Dirty. Uh, man, I, I, I hear you, and I feel you, but you're wrong. I... <laughs> The whole game here, right, is draw. Remember, wrestling is very carny, and it's about who draws. The only, there were several people let go, many people let go. Mm-hmm. The only person that created a sympathetic character to this firing was Drake Maverick. Other people had videos, but they were very vindictive. They were very angry. They were very changed. No, Drake Maverick poured his heart and soul out into this video. He reached out for that brass ring. He made himself a draw. He made it so that people could watch him. Had it not been for his efforts outside of the ring, we wouldn't be having this conversation. So in my opinion, he earned it. He, and and let's, let's remember another thing, all right? In terms of being fired, these are independent contractors, all right? So it's, it's not quite the same thing as like being fired from a salary job. They're, they can get fired and rehired at a moment's notice it it, it can change it's a very fluid situation some guys got hired in other companies some guys did uh things on the internet right ec3 is doing interesting things on the internet drake maverick made himself a commodity he made himself interesting he made himself a draw he did that by himself he deserved i yield my time you get yeah, you were you were right on the cusp. <laughs> I was close. <laughs> that means I get to go four minutes over. <laughs> Rules as we go. So why now you're wrong? You're gonna come at Larry. I gotta come back. I gotta stick up for my teammate for once. Go ahead. <laughs> you guys can be wrong together. It's cool. <laughs> so doing it all yourself. I mean. Drake Maverick was given the opportunity before he even had to do that by holding the 24-7 title, being featured on TV and all that. You have a lot of guys that it's a slap in the face to because they never even got the chance. They never stepped out of the gate. They never got that opportunity. 
You see an EC3 who, from Jump Street, you could shake your head all you want. But <laughs> I'm really good at this. Nah, nah. He <laughs> created that for himself. I need he the mute. Created that. Keep. <laughs> he created that. Yes, he did create that out of desperation. He did, but he was also featured before that to have never have gotten the chance. Who's to say that? if you were to put an EC3 or an Eric Young or people that have been proven commodities elsewhere to never even really have the chance once they get there, I mean, it's not really fair because they have, they, they have already checked out. It's a slap in the face to them because, yes, you're going to hire one person back because it's going to make money for your company when no one else was given that chance. No one else was given that opportunity. I'll yield to the fist. Okay. <laughs> I always I mean – <laughs> All right, so but either one, pick one person, 30 seconds, and your final thought. No, oh, I'll take it. Because right, <laughs> there's, no, like, there's no such thing as fair here. All right? it, it's, it's, he created something that others didn't. Sure, did he have opportunities? For, don't forget where those opportunities came from. They came from his work on Twitter. They came from the limited time that he did have to make an impact in that very small appearance that, that – that, he was able to make on a weekly basis. He made that shit interesting. People wanted to watch that. So other people like EC3, man, I, I liked him. I, I wasn't crazy about him, but I, I was intrigued at what he could do in the E when he was there. And that's it for that. <laughs> ah. <laughs> we, don't get, we don't get the rebuttal this time, do we? <laughs> um, yeah, no, we both do. Oh, uh, we both get the rebuttal? Yeah, do you want to take I will it? say I will say one name that will now squash your argument. His name be thy Rusev. Being massively over, numerous yeah. times, getting himself over numerous times. This is a huge slap in the face to someone that could not only get over on the mic, get over with the fans, get over selling merch, creating his own fucking day. He's done it all. Never to have gotten that opportunity to be let go and you're going to hire back Drake Maverick of all people, there is more deserving. All right. So that was a good first round, guys. It was good. Nice. That was nice. a lot of fun. So yeah. after okay. the show, when, when, we, when we put this show up, um, we give the viewers the chance to vote. So we will put a thread with a poll beneath our uh, episode and uh, vote to who you think won. If the, you think the heels won or if you think brotherly love here won, it's up to the fans and please vote feel, after. Feel free uh, to bribe as many people as possible. Yeah. Both oh, the bad oh. guys with only ones that make nice. sense. <laughs> <laughs> There's no fairness in work. You got work into a shoot. Mm. <laughs> Aren't you sitting home right now? You're not working at all. Damn it. <laughs> I'm in my garage. Actually, I'm a <laughs> I'm anywhere right now with this backboard right now. <laughs> very true. But it's somewhere very dirty. <laughs> it looks like Slimer's giving birth to <laughs> Exactly what it looks like. <laughs> All right. Um, Go ahead, so that was, number, uh, that was number two. Joe, do you have one that you would like to select for our pick? No, I'm going to let you do that. Okay. Um, in that case... I am going to go with number three, and that is, has Edge's return gone stale since he is stuck in a continued storyline with Randy Orton? So, Joe, you have an oh, option? You, you want me to go first? Do you have – I mean, what do you want to do? 
Oh, you guys are just making up the format on the show on the floor. Yeah. Oh, what is this rookie behavior? Let's go. This is show. a Duchess of Queensboro match right now. <laughs> I we gave you the option of whether you wanted to pick. So we we get it. You can pick. You can pick. All right. So um, I'm gonna say no. It, it it's not stale, and the and the reason it's not stale is because unlike majority of WWE's booking. It's an actual story. Like back from the 90s when they used to build these stories month after month, pay-per-view after pay-per-view, and these epic tales that you could follow along. And it's old school from WWE, from two of their best that have ever done it. And granted, the, the tagline's a little corny for this one, but all in all, the storytelling in itself from the coming back and him just wanting him to be healthy and not have to worry about this and them using the rated RKO, everything fits in. It fits in this perfect box in an actual story where we're not seeing a match for two weeks and then never see a match with these other people. It doesn't make sense. So this is one of the best storylines going in WWE and it no way is getting stale, even if it's the second match. Vic, you want to go? Well, Yes, let me get at it. Um, Edges your boy. <clears throat> it's my boy. I was there. Royal Rumble, Group 42, cheering, marking out. I heard the song. I called it in the evening, too. I'm a big fan of the, the comeback story here, guys, and I'm going to be the first to tell you. Hell yeah, this shit is going to stale, man. The milk is going bad. Listen, I, I feel you on, on the fact that that the, the story's there and the RKO and the builder for the background, but... Let's 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 be honest here, man. Uh, you sold me. Edge sold me on the term. He said he wanted AJ. He said he wanted guys like like Alistair Black and 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 Ricochet and other guys like that. I mean, light bulb, man. I mean, you got that with Orton. You came back. You just had a monster WrestleMania match with him, which I believe was a success. Now, let's give him some arm bars and small packages, right? Nah, fam, that ain't it, dog. You got to get him new talent, new fresh roster. Let Edge work. I know he wouldn't be back if he couldn't wrestle. So let's get over it. Come on. Orin, what about that? Go ahead and start the beef with Champa. All right. Go ahead, Joe. There's a lot going on. There was a lot going on with that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I, took, I, took him, I took him on a little journey. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Now let me bring it back to reality. <laughs> It hasn't gone stale because you give probably one of the best when he's a heel would be Orton. When he's a heel, he's at his best. And you give him someone like a returning edge who, like you said, everyone marked out. Everyone, everyone was fucking excited for edge to come back. So, I mean, having one of your best talkers, one of your best in ring guys, someone that knows how to slow down a pace of a match and tell a story no, it hasn't gone stale because that's what's missing from wrestling. Storytelling is missing from wrestling. Everyone wants to say, oh, give him Aleister Black, and then it's done, and you've already got it. I mean, giving things time to develop and actually being able to see things unfold and different layers is, is what wrestling was great at and what it's gone so far from. I mean, yeah, you can have AG Styles do a bunch of flips and a Pele kick, and then you can have Aleister Black do a couple flips and a side kick, and then you can have someone else come in and do a cross kick. But – it's all going to be the same thing against Edge. I mean, let him let him engulf himself into a story. I mean, that's what it's all about. 
All right. That's cute. It's adorable. <laughs> to live in such a fantasy land where, like, we could just do this one storyline for fucking 17 years, bro. That's it. That's it. We're done. Yo, you cannot go from killing the man on top of a fucking semi-truck to a wrestling match. To your point, right, we've all complained about storytelling and how short-sighted it is. And yes, when Edge came back to jump into this RKO uh, um, storyline, awesome. Love it. Then it died on top of that trailer. It was done. You can't, like, continue. Like, there's got to be a, a, a crescendo. There's got to be, a like, a come down from that. You're not going to just come to a, to a regular-ass match. You got to go to something else. Move on. You wanted this... It, I, I would have sided with you absolutely if Orton would have came back later from, from an injury. Yo, you tried to kill me. Now we're going to do something else. Edge could have done anything else. He could have messed with anybody else. And, and it would have been way more interesting than what we're getting right now. The greatest wrestling match ever. But. <laughs> All right, go ahead, John. When there is different layers to this story that we are starting to find out, it is what rejuvenates the life that was taken out of Orton on top of that truck. It is the life that is being brought back into Orton. When you bring back a key piece to the ENC connection and you intertwine him into this feud, now you've got things that you can bring in from every part of their history. And you can hear kazoos. Kazoos. Yes. <laughs> all right. That's exactly what wrestling's been missing all this time. Kazoos. You're telling oh, me we... they don't miss kazoos? <laughs> <laughs> they miss a lot of things. Kazoos <laughs> 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 is not as high on that list as you think. <laughs> well, you guys get your 30 seconds. Go ahead. Go Whoever ahead. wants to take it. All right, so kazoos or not, man, I'm not trying to go to sleep here. I'm trying to watch some wrestling. And you booked it as the greatest wrestling match ever. If I've never heard Edge be so more depressed on a booking of a match in a main event in my life, he was so humble, <laughs> God bless his heart. He didn't want to hurt nobody, nobody's feelings and whatnot. But he's like, you know what? I'm just going to think it's a rib or I'm just going to try my best. Yeah, he's ready to move on. He's ready to get the hell out of Dodge and go start matches with AJ, go start matches with Alistair Black. And yes, he can go. He can fully go. Let's get there. Let's fucking go already. Come and on. that's what older talent is for. That's what older talent is for. You put over younger talent. He had a nice little thing with, with Randy. Now let's put over some younger talent. I mean, I'm not saying AJ is a younger talent. I'm just saying. <laughs> the rifle of the Black, maybe. <laughs> you like how we did? You like how we split that thirty seconds too, right? Like we didn't have to tag; we just jump in like that. You know, we we quick like that. You know, HBC right, quick, quick like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so you guys, uh, you guys this has glasses on top of glasses. I don't know what the fuck I'm expecting. Anything, baby. I've been telling them about that shit. <laughs> But when it's getting ugly outside, I got to cover these up, baby. <laughs> Dude, those are like the, the throwback to the old person glasses that turn like day to, day to night glasses or some the, some the dark. You have the old school. The transitional shades? Yeah, they're transitional, <laughs> but for the older generation. Oh, yeah. Trailblazing in the 1800s. Trailblazing. <laughs> 
All right, so I believe we get to pick. Yes. Yeah? yeah? All right. Let's talk a little um, – let's talk a little AEW, shall we? Sure. Okay. Love a little will one. FTR flourish in AEW, or will they fall into the same traditional tag team wrestling stigma? Ha. <sighs> they are going to flourish. Okay. All right. I think that wrestling tag team in general, let's just look at the landscape, right? Just real quick, right? AEW, I don't think they're, they're doing what they said they would do and revolutionizing tag team wrestling, right? We've seen a lot of Young Bucks. We've seen a lot of Kenny Omega and, and Paige. I haven't seen anything else really develop, if I'm being honest, right? In terms of, like, seeing teams really put forth their best effort and, and then, like, having a brand exposure. Um, but I've really also not seen anybody cut the promos requisite of such a, 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 a stage, right, in AEW. And so the wrestling landscape in general is kind of bland. And FTR's whole thing was like bring back the 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 rules like just that traditional sense and i think that they're when they get the opportunity to present it in the style in which they wish to do so and aw is the perfect platform for them to do so it's going to really be something very very interesting to see i think they're going to have great success quite frankly they're going to be pretty fucking dope when they're when they're allowed to like really lay out their plan all right. That's all the time I need, baby. Yeah, you're good. You're good. <laughs> you're good. You're good. Lost in a cave for like 16 years. He never got shot. That's a that's a conspiracy. It's a fallacy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, Joe. Do you mind if I go? I'm gonna take this. Oh, since you asked so politely, yes. Go Thank you. All right, like, so, oh. all right, so. All right, go ahead. The first. All right, so I think they they just might fall into this standard wrestling stigma and it, because we're debating the one thing i do i want to touch on real quick and I'll, I'll get back to it is you said aew wasn't really giving anyone that shining moment and stepping up the best friends the best friends they've gotten so over and they're one of the best tag teams they're the number one contenders going to be at fighter fest i mean they have skyrocketed from where they were in the indies anyway Back to the revival, going back to the stigma. Back to the fucking actual point, please. I'm sorry. I got time. Time on this other side mission. right here. The, the reason that they're going to fall back into it is because the style that they work, that AEW, it's not an old style. It's not old-fashioned. It's not no, no flips, just fists. It's not what they do. It's all flips. So I, don't, I think they're just going to fall by the wayside, fall into that standard tag team, not that, that FTR is not great because they absolutely are, but it's just with that talent group and with the way they wrestle and the 18 to 32 they want to stay in with, I can't see the revival sticking out and flourishing. Big. Kill him out So <laughs> let's, let's, talk about, let's talk about what potential the FTR has in AEW because – Right off the bat, you're already thinking about that match. And, yes, you're going to get it. But the way they're already doing it speaks volumes. They didn't come in and say, we're going to fight the Young Bucks right away. They said, uh, yeah, we noticed them. Yeah, but we'll get there. We here. We're going we're gonna to wet our feet a little bit, and then we're going to jump in. And we're going to show you guys we're better. I already want to see that. Everybody wants to see that. They will prove their work on their way to getting there because they have so much talent to work with. The AEW's tag team division 
light, night and day compared to WWE's. Mm-hmm. And you're going to see some shit, man. You're going to see these two go at it. You're going to get the, the match time, the TV time that they deserve, and the freedom to do what they want in the ring. It, not follow, you know, terrible gimmicks. You're going to see the FTR thrive in this situation. And, yo, probably blow other teams out of the water, man. They're probably going to become legendary pretty quick. All right. So I'll go with this argument. I'll take it away from a little off of Larry's course. I mean, I think that, yes, the expectations for them are huge. And the way that they were announced was huge. And they came in. They're on fire already. But I feel I feel – and I fear that they're going to fizzle out quick because AW's past booking has been, we're going to blow our nut right off the bat. I mean, right off the bat, you get Jericho, Omega, you get Jericho, Moxley, you get Moxley, Brody Lee. You get, you get Cody versus, I don't know, Cody's against everybody at, at some point. You get, you, they, they've been known to shoot their load so quick that they give you these big matches and they can't, they can't recover. They like can't do it again. They're gonna fall by the okay, we got the Bucks, we got uh the Lucha Brothers, we got the best friends. But once they do it once, I can't see them continuing to be new, continuing to be different. I feel like they had something in NXT with um Undisputed Era. And they had something with no not Undisputed Era, DIY. And they ran that a couple of times, but they saw that it was gonna get stale, just like uh, Gargana Champa. I mean, that has gotten stale at points. So I feel like they're going to be hot and then they're going to fizzle because it's going to be, all right, what's the next best thing that's going to come on? All right. Mick, who you want? You want this? No, you got it. So, all right. To your point, right, you, you know, you bring up some interesting points about AEW's tag team division and how there is a contrast in styles. Right. You also uh, talked about like what kind of matchups. Interesting that this contrasts completely with your Edge Orton description of long term long term storytelling and being able to have the same match repetitively. But we'll just ignore that <laughs> altogether for trying to make a point. Everybody that's voting, <laughs> keep that in mind. <laughs> so because Politics. of that contrast in style, flex on it, baby. Because of that contrast in style, that's what's gonna make them flourish. That's what's going to make them stand out because everybody's doing flips. And, yo, Cash Wheeler's own Twitter. PSA, this match against uh, Butcher and Blade. No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, over. Denied. <laughs> now let's just dub over a voice of what he's actually saying. I, I can't wait to watch the final cut. Like, I got <laughs> <laughs> My point was so good they had to mute me, but you know, you know, just know it was good. It was point. I was right. All right, so uh, our turn to pick. So you don't want to do a final rebuttal? No, uh, that's, that's it. I'm good that's with that. With that, what, what was his rebuttal? <laughs> kind of fizzled off there, so I'm good. Unless you're good. I stopped paying attention after I was speaking. <laughs> that's usually how I am too. Yeah. Um, let's go with the, uh, since In Your House was last night, um, let's go with, was it the right decision to have Cross dominate Tommaso Ciampa? 
Joe, uh, I picked last one. You pick this one. I'll take it. <clears throat> okay. I think it was absolutely 180% the right move to have him dominate Tommaso Ciampa. Someone that has been a top star for so long in NXT, being Tommaso Ciampa, and someone that you just brought in and is already pegged to be your next top star, and you want to get him over massively, you have him make light work of that last star. So now he has already been skyrocketed to the top, which is exactly what you wanted. You wanted him to be a top guy. He's got all the intangibles that you want in a wrestler. He's completely different than anyone that they have right now. And if you're looking at a future champion, you're looking right there. And now he's the dominant person that they wanted him to be. That's pretty much all I needed on that one. Oh, okay. Go ahead, guys. Is it my go, Is it my go yet? Okay, go ahead, yo. <laughs> the disrespect. <laughs> my God. I mean, really. Do you, do you honestly think that you can just take a guy like Tommaso Ciampa, the man who gave you everything for his his practically his whole career he put his career for you and you make him come out here and he's doing you the favor putting crossover this guy from which in the indie companies he come from he did blood sport somewhere come on he just got here and you're gonna give him a spot over champa like this the disrespect champa has main evented takeover after takeover after takeover classics with Johnny Gargano. I mean, come on now. You don't treat greatness like this. He's going to get his revenge. You'll see. Okay. Um, all right. I I don't remember Tommaso Ciampa becoming Hulk Hogan in the past at all. Uh, I, I just – Ciampa, yeah, he's great. <laughs> he, he's, he's great, and he's done a lot – with NXT and he's definitely one of the flag bearers with NXT but this is the possibility of the next big guy and superstar in wrestling uh, we've been waiting for it since Cena left Roman has been there but as far as the guy the guy without a doubt I think this killer cross killer carrying sorry or carrying cross I'm mixing all over the place <laughs> You got to get his name right, man. <laughs> I think this is this is his time. It's a, <laughs> the dominance has to happen. He has to be proven and run through everybody and get up to that ladder because then it he's more credible. He's more credible as the guy. And that's exactly what WWE needs. But why have him run through? He doesn't have to run through everybody. He doesn't. It's more compelling if he does it. What if he has a really dope match with – Yo, the whole match was dope. It could have continued that way, and Gargano – I mean, Gargano. Ciampa could have gotten the W, see? Fuck yeah. Right? Ciampa could have gotten the W anyway in a, in a hard-fought loss, and it just shows that Cross is a badass motherfucker. I think – listen, it wasn't a squash match, all right? Ciampa tapped out, and I think that helps. So, to, you know, to, to that end. There's that. But I just don't – I love Killer Cross, man. I love them in the indies. I love them in TNA, right, that, that rookie-ass indie company that you were talking about. Um, 
with the best women's division in all of wrestling. But um, facts on facts. Facts. But I, I just didn't feel like it was necessary to just have him blow his load, just just start like chopping through the top of the card. It, it, I don't think it was necessary. Hmm. They have to do it. All right. Um, uh, I mean, you kind of do though. I mean, if you're supposed to be the badass, which he's already supposed to be, you kind of do have to chop through the top of the card. That's where you want to start. You want to start taking heads and taking names. And Tommaso Ciampa's arguably, besides maybe Adam Cole, the biggest name that they have. So you're there to prove a point. And why would you not want to destroy all of your competition? Yeah, they could have a competitive match. It could be great. It could be a 25-minute banger. But that doesn't get the point over that they want. They want a monster. They want the next big thing. They want to make up for what they did with Braun Strowman. And this is how you do it. All right. Guys, 30 seconds. Which one do you want? Listen, that's your boy. <laughs> Again, I love Cross. And he's going to do only great things. I think that creatively if given the opportunity and and it seems like he is given the opportunity here because everything it feels like natural to his the his personal character progression i just don't see the need to have to chop through the card like that because net then what then what he has two or three matches where he dominates the two or three top stars and then what then we're not compelled to see anything new Give us a little bit of a struggle. Give him a little, a little bit of pain, and then we'll see him grow through the card. You know what I mean? All right. Uh, I got this, Joe. Um, so you're saying that right after that. All right. We're done. That was – No, we have our 30 seconds. No, we just had our 30 – I took the 30 seconds. Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't even paying attention. I thought that was your turn. Everybody's <laughs> <laughs> on show. <laughs> trying to sneak in the next rounds, huh? All right, all right. <laughs> Making up the rules right, so, as we go along, huh? So, so the the bad guys are gonna pick now. Yes. Um. Yeah. Let's let's uh let's go with number one, man. I, I really want to dig into this. Uh, do you think the fans show more appreciation towards wrestlers and wrestling in general uh, when fans are able to attend shows again and there's a live crowd? Yeah, I'm gonna um go with yeah. And let me tell you, let me tell you something about it, okay? Uh, I, for one, cannot wait to have myself another experience of pro wrestling at a live event, man. It's it, sitting here, let's be honest, man. We're watching, we're watching these shows, we're watching the wrestling. Our favorite promotions without fans, without the energy and the, the excitement, the rush that we feel, man. I was there for Hardy Boys' return. I was there for uh, the for Taker, you know, taking off the hat. I was there for Roxy in many moments, man. And those are shits that I will never forget. And I can't wait to keep continuing on and living those moments right back. Um, I'm tight. I didn't get to go to WrestleMania this year, which I paid for. I'm getting my fucking money back. Uh, <laughs> but um, hear that, Vince? Yeah, man. They're gonna <laughs> they're gonna appreciate they're gonna appreciate so much more, man. Fans fans are just they miss it so much. I feel like they're gonna the 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 appreciation is gonna be there. You, they're gonna you're gonna see the love and, and emotion and, and and energy. It's gonna be it's gonna be relived again. You'll see. Big pop. Big yeah, pop. I think oh, that's 
I think that's what you get. You get the big pop when it first happens, but then I, I feel like it gets worse after that. I feel like once the crowd comes back and now all accountability is back on the product, I feel like people are going to get antsy and they're not going to deliver and look, everyone's allowed back in and it's the same shit. And it's going to, it's, it's going to almost be worse because I feel like people are going to be able to, to have that. Oh, now we have the power to pitch even more. The crowd's back and nothing has changed. And I think it's split because I think AEW with their fan base, I think that everything is awesome mentality. I don't think, I don't think that changes once the crowd comes back. I fear for WWE though, because if they, they get those loud pops and then they hear loud criticism right after that, I feel like that's, that's where the wrestling world is at. Yes, fans will have appreciation, but I don't think it's going to last that long. Um, listen, wrestling fans like everything are scum. <laughs> they're scum, and they're going to bitch and moan and complain about everything. That is true. This is fact. It doesn't matter. All right? So I concede that point. However, those people are usually and will forever be the vocal minority, all right? They're usually the loudest ones, talk the most shit, but the, the majority of people do enjoy the product. The majority, or else WWE wouldn't be where it's at, right? Like, let's be, let's be real, all right? If, if, if everything was doom and gloom as we are led to believe on Twitter to begin with, they would be a, a floundering company. They'd be worse than WCW on its worst day. So that's all bullshit anyway. That's all because the vocal minority of wrestling fans bitch and moan the loudest. People will appreciate being able to sit there, being able to see it live from the indie fans all the way up to the big leagues. It's going to be great to be there. And, and, and that energy that Vic was talking about, right? Experience that shit firsthand. He avoided the mute that time. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> I tried to like spit in that last word. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> Got it. Well, all right, you. so... The energy will be there. I get it. I, I, I completely agree. I think everyone can't wait. And I think going to an indie show, I, I, I'm, my skin is crawling waiting to go to an indie show. But I'm, I'm going to carry on with Joe's point of with the WWE, the fans, and Daniel Bryan said it best, are fickle. They are so fickle. And if there were fans when Edge was doing his promos in the ring and staring into the – into the camera never ever would have gotten there never would have gotten there because there would have been fans asshole fans that want to chant cm punk for no goddamn reason and any kind of other stupid chant and that's what they're going to do and they're going to hijack raw and hijack smackdown and that's all they want to do they want to get themselves over instead of doing their job and getting the guys in the ring over it's just going to be a matter of time in the beginning it's great we love everything you're doing until next monday when we don't like what you're doing and we're going to boo you out of the building. It, I don't think it's going to get any better. I, I think, like you said, in the very beginning, it's going to be magic. And then it's going to be Tuesday. And it'll all be all different. So, no, it's, it, they're not going to get much better. Those damn kids are their non-patients. <laughs> ah. This all right. 30 seconds. Go ahead. So, I just feel that, yeah, you, we're not going to like the product every day. We're not gonna like the product most days. We're not like, we're not gonna like the product. So, we're not gonna like the product. We we know what to expect here. It's not about storyline per se. It's about experience for me. And 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 
most people out there are going to experience and are going to crave the experience, man. When you've gone out there and you felt that emotion, you're going to want to feel it again. And that's what makes the moments memorable. That's what makes WrestleMania, WrestleMania moments. And it won't sound like porn when you're there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Mischief with the cheap elbow, right? At the, you know? <laughs> you got like three seconds left. I had to jump in. We had till four, ref. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe. You want the 30? No, we just... That, we didn't do the 30. I knew that. I'm keeping track this time. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> no, you can have the 30. Okay. Uh, my last point with this is a history lesson. Look at the fans. Doesn't matter what happens. All the fans are going to do is be really, really happy for a first couple pay-per-views for WWE and a first couple Monday nights and Friday nights. Um, AEW is a different story. Everything they do is good. It's great. So that really doesn't matter. The indies are a different story too. But WWE, the the main show, it's not going to happen. They're not going to stick around. No way. All right. You guys got the last. Uh... Yeah, oh, we can just pick the only option left? Yep. Uh, Vic, you want to take it? No, wait. Uh, we you got the only option left, right? Because they just picked the fan one? The fan one was the last one, no? No, we have one more. We have the um, Did WWE get rid of the women's oh, tag titles. titles. The women's tag, tag titles. Yeah. yeah. The best for last. Yeah. <laughs> you want to take it? Uh, Yeah, should they get rid of them? Fuck yes. Fuck yes, get rid of these titles. Thank you. Listen, let, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about it again, okay? Listen. You can't get your original tag team division anymore. Now, you want to take a division of, of women that's very talented and deserves their shot and their chance. Naomi needs a shot at the women's title. You're not doing nothing with her, by the way. Uh, but you're focusing on women's tag team. When have you defended that title? Other than just now, because Alexa Bliss just came around and now you just decided to give Bailey and fucking and, 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 and Sasha more belts and give Bailey a clever catchphrase to use in a fucking promo. Now what? Now what are you going to do, Bailey? Now what? Now what are going to do next week, Bailey? Huh? Huh? But really, you guys aren't doing, you're not exciting me. Get, get your original tag team division in order first. And then let's start talking about women's tag team. Like, come on, man. You, the, the titles aren't even fucking, they're not even defending what we thought about. I, I, I can't, I can't do it. Come on. Take it away. Um, so, by your logic, we should take away <laughs> the... Loosely defined logic. Yeah. The United States title should be gone as well. Because they don't <laughs> do shit with that. I mean, you can't just take titles away. That's the next just, topic. <laughs> just because <laughs> yeah. that they, they haven't been on TV. Um, they've gone through a lot of that shit. For the last two years, the Universal title has been held hijacked by Brock for months on end each time so and we would definitely not going to take that away so i can't get to the logic of uh it's not on tv we're not we're not we're just going to take it away no you just got to commit Change more to it you have plenty of talent out there all the women that you have there is second best women's division in in wrestling uh you have plenty and you can definitely keep 
them fresh. You just got to actually put it on TV. You don't need to take them away. So you, you brought up something really interesting, right? Brock hijacking the title for, for right. the part of two years and it not being on TV. However, people were actively competing for a chance to fight for that title. That is not happening in the women's division, in the women's tag team division. There's no sense of, of people vying for position in the women's tag team division. In fact, if you really think about the women's tag team division, there is only one real tag team in the women's tag team division, and that is the Iconics. Everybody else is just a group, like, is just a group together people, all right? Why even create the women's tag titles? All reports have, that have come out have said that when they created the women's tag titles and when they debuted the women's tag titles, they literally had no plan for it, and they were like, fuck it, we'll figure it out. Why not? And I get that it's an opportunity for women to present themselves. Shut the fuck up. Right? It's an opportunity for women to present themselves on TV. I get that. And, and not having this title doesn't give that. But having a mid-card title, having a, an opportunity for women to... If you're, if you're not going to have tag teams, then have women vying for singles titles. And it doesn't have to be the world title. It could be some sort of European title, right? Some sort of mid-card. All right, to that point, why not? Why can't the tag titles just be the mid-card title? Why can't the tag titles? I mean, women are in the minority of wrestlers. They're not, by any stretch of the imagination, they don't overpopulate the wrestling world. So the ones that you have, I mean, you have your top stars, and you have people that you can intermix in there for the main title. Like, you've had Carmella as champion. I mean, you've, you've got some people you can intermix. You have not only your Raw and SmackDown rosters to go off of, but there is no reason why that you can't utilize your NXT women's roster, which is probably one of the better women's rosters, if not the best. And, I mean, yeah, it's unfair to say that, oh, yeah, women are single stars, because they kind of came in as single stars. There's not many women's tag teams out there in all of wrestling. There's very few. So how do you get tag teams? You have to put them together. You have to see what works. You have to gel together. And I think it's a great opportunity because now you get not – you don't just get singles matches. You don't just get one-on-one -on -one matchups. You're able to involve more people. You're able, you're able to involve four regularly, or you can make it uh, triple threat and, and utilize six women. I mean, it's great for them, and it actually brings meaning to what you're trying to do. You're not muting me, motherfucker. One <laughs> <laughs> your team. <laughs> All right, 30 seconds, guys. Big, go ahead. It's just, uh, okay, I was, I was going to give it to you, but you know what? You want them to be the mid card, and that's great and all. Nice, dandy. But they, there's no time. There is no time. You have a three hour show, remember, only three hours of Raw to fulfill, and you're going to give too many time slots to Seth Rollins and then somebody else, and then Alexa Bliss got to get her talk show. So then how are you going to sell me these tag teams that you're creating? I, 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 I'm not going to see it. You're, not gonna, you're, you're, you're lying to me. Lies. No bueno. No bueno. If it was executed correctly, then yeah, it'd be great. But it's not. So it sucked. Basura <laughs> cow. In one show. <laughs>
Fuck yeah. Congratulations. I wear that shit proud. Yes. <laughs> we out here breaking records, baby. Everywhere we go. We got to get any <laughs> trophies or we got to get like uh, second place ribbons. Just like send them to people. Yeah. I just want my participation one and I'm good. Of course. Everyone <laughs> gets that. <laughs> That's the one I strive for. All right, so you said that they're not doing it right and it should be gone. But, but uh, like Larry said before, there's a lot of things that they haven't done right. So you'd probably have one or two matches total, and that would probably be Drew Gulak versus Daniel Bryan and, uh, I don't know, Seth Rollins versus Aleister Black every single week. Those seem to be the only things that they've gotten right. So you don't really – you're not really saying much when they haven't done them right. I mean – then do it right. Don't get rid of them. Just do it right. That's that's the only answer to that. Yeah, let's sprinkle fairy dust and let the world be a beautiful place, huh? You think that's how it works? Do it right. Faces. These faces. Nothing to prove that they're I don't, right. I don't sprinkle fairy right. dust. I freaking shoot it out of a bazooka, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> right. oh, All right. That was, uh, that was it. That was the last one. Nice, that nice. That big, we got a clean sweep, easy. Right. <laughs> not, not a one loss. That's awesome. That's one. how we do it. Never loss. Not <laughs> never. We'll let our fans. We'll let our fans decide. Hopefully, we have them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thanks guys so much. This was this was a lot of fun. Um, we're gonna have to cut. We're gonna have to do this again. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we'll please, do. most definitely, man. You should come through on, on our end too, man. We gotta definitely do this again. I had a lot of fun doing this, man. Absolutely. All right, guys. I love thanks your setup. I love thanks the so much, guys. Uh, we really appreciate it. And uh, finally, to see you guys face to face instead of just retweeting things uh, for each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So just uh, put a face on you guys, man. Yeah. Uh, you guys have a good night. Thanks so much. We'll definitely uh, be talking to you. you too, man. Be blessed. Be blessed. Have a be safe. Take care, brother.